In those days, after the, after the suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven. And the powers in the heavens will be shaken. You know it's the first Sunday of Advent when the gospel reading reads like an Edgar Allan Poe story. Dark and disastrous. Once again, we come to the end of the world. The grand finale. And that's certainly intentional. Once again, we come to the day that is the beginning of the new church year. Did you know that? Some of you did. But now you all know. It's the new year in the church. And so every year we come to this day, and every year on this day we hear a gospel reading about an ending. For most of us, I suspect, there's often some fear and some anxiety about the end of life and the end of the world. We fear endings because we don't know what follows them. Yet, what if today's gospel is not about the end? What if it's just an end? Maybe there's more to our lives and to our world than just a single static beginning point and a single static ending point. Maybe beginnings and endings are two sides or perspectives of the same event, which we could recognize as moments of growth and transformation. Transformation with one another, but more poignantly, transformation in Christ. Maybe that's why the new church year in this season of Advent begins with a story about an ending. Every beginning starts with an ending. And so today's gospel confronts us with an ending. An ending so that we might make space for a new beginning. And in this ending, it is shown to us that, that in the midst of darkness, new light can shine. Further, any time we read about the end of the world, it shakes us awake. It shakes me awake. And we are meant to be awake in this season of Advent. Each one of you comes this day with all, all sorts of stories and experiences. I'm talking about stories and experiences that have, that have defined and shaped your life, that have given meaning and direction to your life. Stories and experiences that have been the motives and drivers for what, for what you do, how you, how you think, and the ways that you relate. Powerful stories that are, the, are central to your life, to your identity. They are stories that shape your view of the world, of yourself, of others, and even God. We could call them our temple stories. In fact, we will call them our temple stories. That's because 
the context for today's gospel comes out of the temple. Jesus and the disciples have just left the temple. I preached on this a couple weeks ago. I know all of you remember it. It was so profound, wasn't it? You memorized it. Sorry? I know it changed your life. (laughs) And the disciples are, are just in awe of the grandeur of the temple. And Jesus, in his way, tells them, boys, this temple's coming down. Not one stone will be left upon another stone. In fact, the temple of your life, individually, is coming down. Your identity will change. And he's telling them that they must let go of their old view of life, of the world, of themselves, of God. They will have to let go of their temple story. And on this day, we are confronted with the reality that we must also be willing to let go of our temple story. I want you to consider and reflect for a moment on the temple stories of of your life. Before you do, I'll give you an example of what I mean by a temple story. A few of you already know this. Many of you may not. Weekly, I see a therapist and a spiritual director, Evelyn. And the time I spend with her is part of my commitment to grow and deepen my interior life, my spiritual life. And it's also part of my commitment to care for you. If I don't care for myself, how do I care for you? Not long ago, I don't know why, I shared with Evelyn an an old story about my childhood. The story itself is mundane and, and uneventful. Its significance is not so much in what happened, but in how it has profoundly shaped who I am. As I told the story to her, I began to cry. Partially, tears due to the pain of the story. But more poignantly, I began to cry because I recognized that this story, this event in my life, this event that I had structured and built my life around, this story no longer gave meaning to my life. And in many ways, it had impoverished my life. It diminished who I really am, diminished who I want to be. I began to see how this story had affected my relationships and my choices throughout my life. The story had been foundational for my life. And yet in that moment, on that day, I realized that this story this story I could no longer carry. My life could no longer bear the weight of the story. And every one of you has such a story. Every one of you. Every one of us must come 
to that moment when we come face to face with an ending. And in doing so, if our eyes are open, we're awakened to the possibility of, of new life. We're awakened to the reality that in that dark space, it is not an end, but it is a new beginning. That's the promise and the hope of today's gospel lesson. And in this holy, and in this holy season of Advent, the hope and the promise that out of darkness there is light, there is new life, and that we don't live in darkness alone, for Christ is coming. So now I ask you, what are the temple stories that you carry? What stories have been foundational for you, but no longer are safe to carry? What temple stories no longer are life-giving for you? In what ways have these stories defined and determined your life in such a way that they have denied you the life you really want? How have they narrowed your view of God, of other, of self? Look for the places where your world is small and your life is impoverished and you'll find a temple story. I guarantee it. Look for the patterns of conflict and difficulty in your relationships, and you'll find a temple story. Look for the ways in which you continue to do the same old things in the same old ways with the same old results, and you'll find a temple story. I promise you. Every temple story has a necessary ending. And the coming of Christ is the beginning of our new life and our new story. He is our life and our story. But we can neither live his life nor tell his story as long as we live in darkness as long as we cling to those old stories that diminish and impoverish our lives. So we must ask ourselves, are we willing to discover and to face those stories? Are we willing to accept their necessary end? That's the challenge of today's gospel. To name them, to tell them, and to let them go. That is the challenge. But of course, with challenge, there is always hope and assurance and the promise that we do not walk this path alone. We do not stand in the darkness alone. And if we have the courage to name them and tell them and to let them go, recognizing that it is not easy work, that it is painful work, well, just maybe this year we can be a bit more awake and aware of the ways in which God is present in our lives.
Perhaps this year we can make a bit more room in trusting that in the darkness, that in the endings, that light shines in and that new beginnings are promised. This is our Advent work, to name them, to let them go, and to tell them, and then permit God to do and create a new story in our lives. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Thanks be to God. Amen.